Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Friday, January 13th, 2023, and this is day 1759 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you. We honor and praise you above all others. There is none like you. I thank you so much, my Lord, for equipping us to go forth and do everything that you've given us to do for today. I thank you, Father, for helping us to be cheerful givers and and whatever it is that you've given us to do to give wholly of ourselves fully sincerely. (laughs) Lord, I thank you so much for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask my Lord that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's message is eager expectation. Expectations. Uh-huh. And before we dive into the message, just a little quick update about T-Zone. Thank you all so much for your prayers. We are asking you to continue to come together in corporate prayer, praying for our um, uh, dedicating, having a building for T-Zone, for our financial support for T-Zone, and uh yeah, and helping us to be good stewards of what God has blessed us with. We're very grateful. So the youth uh, will be meeting tomorrow, again, uh, the first two Saturdays of the month. And they are currently working on uh, choosing organizations or companies that they can be philanthropic towards. So uh, they have identified uh, one group of the students, identified a nursing home that they would like to go and and uh, visit uh, senior citizens. Uh, another talked about Children's Mercy Hospital. Another talked about helping uh, mothers who are teenage parents and uh, helping them. So they all had another a group uh, decided to help at harvesters. So we're just at the beginning stages of this. We just started last week. And so they're going to fine tune everything tomorrow. Uh, And so it'll probably be next week. uh, I mean, next month when we are actually able to get out and go visit the locations. So they're very excited and doing a great job um, and still working on the entrepreneurial piece, uh, designing t-shirts As soon as we get our own space, we'll be able to do our threads in transition, having the gently used clothing that we sell to help support uh, the mission. So that's a quick update on T-Zone. We thank you so much for your donations and your support. So let's get into the word. Eager expectations. We're coming out of 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 1 through 18. 2 Peter 3 verses 1 through 18. And Peter says, Dear friends, this is now my second letter to you. I have written both of them as reminders to stimulate you to wholesome thinking. I want you to recall the words spoken in the past by the holy prophets and the command given by our Lord and Savior through your apostles. Above all, You must understand 
that in the last days, scoffers will come, scoffing and following their own evil desires. They will say, where is this coming he promised? Ever since our ancestors died, everything goes on as it has since the beginning of creation. But they deliberately forget that long ago, by God's word, the heavens came into being and the earth was formed out of water by water. So through the power of the Holy Spirit, everything and God, everything was created. And by Jesus as well. The three, the three Godheads, the Trinity, God the Father, God the Holy Spirit, and, and God the Son. So all were there at creation. And verse 6 says, By these waters also the world at that time was deluged, deluged and destroyed. So he's talking about the flood during, during, Nora's, Noah's, <laughs> during Noah's time. Uh, there was a flood and the people had not ever seen rain before. At that time, there was a mist that came up from the ground that watered everything. But rain coming down from the sky, not seen and they didn't believe it. And Noah was obedient and he was righteous in God's eyes. And only he and his family were saved and all the different animals that God had him bring onto the ark. Verse 7, by the same word, the present heavens and earth are reserved for fire, being kept for the day of judgment and destruction of the ungodly. <clears throat> but do not forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. So, you know, God can come at any second. I mean, the rapture can take place at any second, any moment, every prophecy that needed to be fulfilled before the return of Jesus Christ has been fulfilled. Now we're just waiting on his return and God is waiting on everyone to have that opportunity to repent before that time happens. And then it's our choice. Many will choose not to serve the Lord, but that again uh, is each and every one of us individual's choices. And then verse 10, it says, but the day of the Lord will come like a thief. The heavens will disappear with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire and the earth and everything done in it will be laid bare. Since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought you to be? You ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of God and speed its coming. That day will bring about the destruction of the heavens by fire and the elements will melt in the heat. Again, the earth will be destroyed by fire. All right. Understanding that right now we're talking about global warming. This is just uh, a God giving us an example or we're getting a preview of what is to come and, and everything is is in place. And so we should not be shocked or surprised by this because the word God tells us through his word. Verse 13, but in keeping with his promise, we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth where righteousness dwells. So 
after all that takes place at the end of the book in Revelation, you know, after uh, the tribulation, uh, after the millennia, uh, after all the things are going to happen, the destruction, after the judgment, uh, those that are going to go to hell will be sent to hell. Uh, those that were raptured up to be with the Lord will be with the Lord. But then after that, there will be a new earth, a new a new Jerusalem coming down to earth and uh, to, a, to a new heaven and earth. And it's going to be amazing. And verse 14 says, So then, dear friends, since you are looking forward to this, make every effort to be found spotless, blameless, and at peace with him. Bear in mind that our Lord's patience means salvation so he's being patient with us so that those that are not saved have the opportunity to accept jesus as their lord and savior just as our dear brother paul also wrote you with the wisdom that god gave him he writes the same way in all his letters speaking in them of these matters His letters contain some things that are hard to understand, which ignorant and unstable people distort as they do the other scriptures to their own destruction. Therefore, dear friends, since you have been forewarned, be on your guard so that you may not be carried away by the error of the lawless and fall from your secure position but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. Amen. So we should be anxiously awaiting and and being prepared. He tells us how we should wait. We should be uh, living righteously and doing the will of God while we wait on his return. We don't just sit and twiddle our thumbs and say, okay, God, I'm just right here in this safe space waiting. No, no, no. <laughs> Whatever he's called you to do, that's what you should be doing and doing it with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Point number one, I remember when I was a young child, my mother had uh, these marshmallows and some other snacks uh tucked away in our china cabinet. I mean, that was back in the day, china cabinets. Some of you may remember those, Uh, but we had those. And at the bottom cabinet there where I could reach, there there were the little bags of marshmallows, a bag of marshmallows and treats. And when I found them, I was so excited and asked my mother if I could have one. And she said, no, not now. Wait, wait for a rainy day. So I was eagerly expecting rain. I was watching for it daily. Then it came. I rushed to my mother and I said, it's a rainy day. (laughs) Can I have the marshmallows now? I don't know why I remember that so vividly. (laughs) But this is how God wants us to be about Jesus' return. We should be eagerly expecting him. No matter how long it takes, we should be always on watch and ready and still doing what he's called us to do while we wait. Point number two, the way we do that is uh, by fulfilling our purpose uh, and daily doing it as we wait on Jesus' return. We should not get distracted by the world's theories and projections, global warning, warming, I should say, and the like. As we see the world 
will be destroyed by fire. So we're seeing a preview of that, of what is to come, as I said earlier. We should stay focused on the Lord. We should not become lazy and complacent because Jesus Christ has not yet returned. Instead, we should live in eager expectation of his coming. What would you like to be doing when Christ returns? That is how we should be living each day. You know, just imagine that it could happen tomorrow. What what would you want to be doing that would make Jesus proud? What would Jesus be doing? You know, remember the popular saying, I do what, uh, I do what Jesus does or uh, yeah, I, I want to be like Christ or something like that. It was a real popular saying, but we should always be striving to be like our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You know, I remember when, <laughs> when I first had my, got pregnant with my first child and I was so excited. <clears throat> I was so eager about having a child and, and so excited that I wore maternity clothes before I was even showing. I was, and uh, back then we wore maternity clothes that looked like tents, you know, <laughs> really big, you know, looking clothes. And now women are wearing more tight form-fitting clothes that show their beautiful belly. Well, you know, we covered ours back then. And I was so anxious and so excited. And then finally, she came. <laughs> My oldest, Dee Dee. She came and she came on Mother's Day. Isn't that something? What a great Mother's Day gift. And it was the best gift I could ever have. And I remember I was working like temp jobs and things like that. My husband was holding the fort down, working the real jobs. And uh, not that mine wasn't real, but <laughs> I, I had that flexibility where I worked a few days a week instead of a whole five days. So that was there with my baby. And I remember getting off from work those few days I worked and could not wait to get home. I was so excited to get home and play with my new baby and caress her and hug her and kiss all over and <laughs> play, <clears throat> dress her up and, you know, buy her new clothes and all those things, you know. And that's how God wants us to be about him. We should be eagerly expecting him. We should have joy in our hearts, you know, just knowing it could happen any day now or it will happen any day now, right? And understanding that although, you know, my kids are all grown now, I still, three of them, <laughs> I still have excitement uh, about encountering them. Whenever they come over or, you know, whenever we get together for dinner, it is a joy, and I look forward to it. And now I've been blessed with tons of spiritual daughters and sons and grandchildren. And it's even more exciting. So we should have that same fervor and excitement about the return of our Lord and Savior. So if you're not ready, this is your day. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Now you're ready. Now you have <clears throat> accepted Jesus and now you will be with him for eternity. The angels are all rejoicing in heaven because of your decision today. 
I love you all so very much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on TZoneKC.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community. As I stated earlier, working with youth, teaching them life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation skills, and human and sex trafficking awareness. Thank you very so very much for your donations. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.